Luke Hammett joins me on the show this week on the TikTok track to talk about his TikTok. Now, Luke's TikTok has exploded in recent months because he acts like a mother telling a little boy off and he plays both characters. Now, they're incredible skits and uh, you've got to listen uh, more into detail about this because Luke uh, talks in detail about how he structured the two characters and what it's like performing both of them um, on TikTok. Uh, he talks about some of the support he's been getting off his friends and family and what it's like to be noticed in the streets as his character and not himself. Can you imagine that? Uh, give us a follow at Trackback Pod on Instagram and email the team at Trackback Podcast if you've got any opinions on what else you'd like to see on the show. This is Luke Hamnett. Luke, I can't tell you how happy I am to have you on the show. How are you, my friend? I'm good, thanks. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, Luke. I'm a TikTok star. Um, you're also on Instagram, Cameo and Thrills. So basically, you're like the social media swinger. You're like the swinger of social media. You swing from I one mean, to another to another. I mean, some people can say that. I mean, you obviously have. Probably other people have probably said that behind my back. <laughs> hey, that's something to be proud of, though. The fact you're on so many social media platforms. Oh, to be honest, I was only an Instagram person before, like just putting pictures on there. And then obviously I went to TikTok and then... Um, I got approached to do frills and cameo and I was like, oh, right, yeah, let's just go with it. And then suddenly it's like four different like medias and I'm like, what's going on? I can't cope. <laughs> You've got to tell me more about what cameo is all about. This is the first time I've actually ever seen cameo. So what is it all about? Yeah, so with cameo, it basically means you can get into it. It's like a contact base for yourself and like people that follow you. Um, and it, they could request like messages, like happy birthdays and greetings, and it's just about connecting with followers. That's all. Have you, have you done your fair share of happy birthday messages? I have on thrills, yeah, and I have on cameo. To be fair, yeah, it's um, it's it's weird how a mum character has come across quite well for people that want happy birthday messages for it. So yeah, <laughs> what is the cheesiest thing you've ever had to do on cameo? in a birthday message so for example somebody they, they tell you what to what, what they you'd like you to say so what would be the cheesiest thing you've ever had to say to someone on their birthday um i haven't do you know what i've, I've been quite lucky i've not had the cheese i've not had the cheese on toast yet I've had someone i've had someone um send me over a script before um and for me to do for cameo and I was like and I just basically replied about saying the same like it's only a minute long I can't be doing a full each event titanic script so I, I, as much as I would love to I can't do it but yeah probably that's the only cheesiest thing I was like I can't do this unfortunately brilliant <clears throat> So Luke Hamner, of course, uh, TikTok star, uh, 174,000 followers, 5 million likes. That is incredible. Um, so did you ever imagine you'd get to that point? No, not really. Um, so last year, I was doing what everyone does on TikTok, which is lip syncing um, as much as possible. Everybody yeah, start, start from a lip sync and then go from there. And... I struggled with getting followers and but I was doing loads and loads of lip syncing um not loads uh, like once every like three days and something just to, like take your mind off it with lockdown and stuff like that yeah, um 
and it came to a point where it was like December or January and I turned to my best friend and I said I am bored I am bored of this now and he's, and my friend turned to me and said why don't you just be yourself talk to the camera and just see how you go from there and I um I started literally doing my own stuff and people were quite warming to what I was saying and um and and found it quite funny and then I saw that a lot of TikTok people were doing like skits and comedy and like POV and POV and, and making these characters and I just went oh do you know what let's just go with it let's see how we get on and then I did one in February and then Everyone just seems to have really warm to this character that I've made, which is which it's is nice. Great. But before you actually made that character, were you looking at any other influences to get a bit of an idea of the route that you wanted to go down? Was there any influences on there that you thought, right, I'm going to take a look at their work so you can give me a bit of an idea of what I want to do? Um, no, not really. Um, I I didn't really look at anyone on TikTok. I kind of like... I do scroll and stuff, and I don't follow that many people. And I'm not saying I, I, I wouldn't want to. It's just because I, I, I didn't look in them for an influence. I did see some sketches and stuff. and I didn't see a lot of the mum ones, but I did see um, a girl that does teach, uh, teaching, like Monica. She, she called Monica Galdart. She does yeah. a lot of teacher ones. Yeah. Um, and then I've just seen a lot of funny influences uh, that, that I've looked at, and I thought, oh, my God, they're so funny. Um, but there's no one I really took inspiration for. Oh, I looked at you and I think I wanted to do it. It's just that um, I've always wanted to make people laugh. So it's always yeah, been yeah. me within me to want you to do it, if that makes sense. So, yeah. um, and I just went on a whim. I just went, oh, do you know what? Effort, like, let's just do it. Let's just go out there and let's just, Ooh, let's get what, what have you got to lose? And you, at the end of the day, when you put a video out there, you are vulnerable because people are going to arrive for it. We really warm to it. Or they're gonna say this is a load of shit, and luckily um, they they quite enjoyed it. And I I just wanted to make it as funny as possible and relatable, and that's what I wanted to do is make relatable comedy. You know, so, yeah. something interesting you said about lip syncing. You said that um, the viewers didn't really connect to the lip syncing stuff you were doing. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that lip syncing wasn't connecting with the viewers as you might have hoped they might have? It's just boring though, isn't it? And it, once you're seeing one lip sync, you're seeing them all. It's just, I would be bored. I'd see it go, ha, it's made me laugh for a second and I'd move on. Like you won't yeah. remember it. You won't remember that face. Like, so if you would, if you're on TikTok and you see someone doing a lip sync, you wouldn't think, oh my God, that person is so funny. It's not them. Like they're imitating someone. It's a lip sync. Yeah. So their name is never going to be stuck with you. It's just the fact that that, that how they're imitating or, what caption he put to that is quite funny but um that's why I I kind of just went I, I was on I was on like 10,000 10,000 followers in like December and at one point I was just like oh I'm gonna give up like there's there's no point me doing it and then that's you when I spoke to my the, friend that's the best thing you didn't give up yeah yeah I mean it's all about perseverance isn't it? it's all about just thinking even when you get setbacks in life you've just got to think I don't care um, I don't care Matthew I don't care I'm just going to carry on <laughs> that's brilliant um so you know before you made this character you know in the process of making it you yeah did you know that there was a big kind of comedy market on TikTok and what made you try and separate your character and your style of comedy compared to the rest of the uh, sort of comedy skits we see on TikTok today 
Yeah, um, so how I separated it is that I just didn't want to do it. So first of all, obviously, it's a mum character and I didn't want my mum to be offended. Um, <laughs> but I tried I got to ask it... you later how she reacted to that character. Yeah, <laughs> and I wanted to make it relatable as possible. And I grew up watching Dinner Ladies, watching The Royal Family, watching real Northern comedy. And even when I was in like performances, um, I was like a comedy actor and I've always had a passion to like make people laugh and write scripts and sketches and to perform. So when I did see mum characters on, on TikTok, I didn't see that many to be fair, I only saw one or two. It was the standard stuff that you you would normally see, like, oh, your tea is on the table, you come down like 10 minutes later and it's still not ready. It was, it was that kind of stuff. And yeah. I enjoyed watching it because they are relatable, but I just thought I need to add more to it. Like, I would love that, but I need to make it more funny. And how can I make it more funny? And that's when I just thought, separate yourself, take time, think of it, listen to jokes, like what would work and where and what. And that's how I did it. I just thought, yeah. Sit down. I, I come up with an idea, and I just base loads and loads of jokes around it, like how that would be funny, and innuendos, and like pauses, and just stuff that I just think could be really relatable yeah. to people. And do you think it was important to add more layers to the character? What were the kind of layers that you added in the development on that of that character? What? Uh, yes, definitely. I've developed it quite the character quite a lot since when I first started it. I mean, I did start it in February, so it's not really that long ago, to be fair. So I started it and it started the character development in February, and I just I, and the, the the problem is I did it in lockdown, and I just thought, obviously, my I didn't get my hair cut like or anything, and I looked like a little choppy mum bob like when me. Performing. I can relate to you a lot on that. Trust me. Yeah. And my dad was like, my dad said to me, you're going to have to get a wig. And I didn't want to put a wig on for the sake of me pretending to be a mom because I wanted to be a mom based on my mannerisms and based on my eye contacts and the deaf stare that a mom does and how she goes up with certain things that she's saying or certain things that she wants. Like, oh, your tea's on the table, like going up with certain things. Um, and that's what I really that, that's what I really focus on my development because I did have a, the first one was mums on Facebook and it, it it went really well and I thought oh this is this has gone well and how can I develop it more and that's when I introduced the glasses like the glasses came into it she doesn't look through the glasses she only looks over the top of the glasses um, just general stuff that mum would do us and then in time it's just gone a lot the character development's gone a little bit, bit bigger but I do think that now that I've got the character that I wanted like it's actually come over in time which is good and do you think it, it's good to keep you know adding new fundamentals to the character changing it up sometimes you know oh my god yeah you know, that, 100%. That, that's something I've always when, when I was watching his skits I was I was loving them and I thought I'd love to see what he does next with that character because there's yeah. so many directions you can go with it. 100%. So when I first started, obviously it was just me and Matthew, um, obviously the son. And I I thought to myself, how can I make this character more funny? And what can I do and put this character in a situation to make it even more bigger and better than it is? And that's when I started introducing Matthew's got a girlfriend and her having a best mate and and I just think with situations with stuff, when you can, re- when you really, I, I'm, I'm such a people watcher as well. So I sit back and 
I can go home for a weekend and then suddenly I've got free sketches because I just watch how my mum does stuff and how she does it. One of them, <laughs> one of the sketches is so funny. Um, I was getting a shower at my mum's, like I think it was a couple of whatever, a uh, couple of months ago. And um, she tried to walk in whilst I was in the shower. Oh, uh, and she goes, it's only me. Um, I'm just coming to get some, something for your dad or something. I was like, I'm in the shower. And then she literally closed the door and I just went, oh my God, I can use that. Because I wonder if people have been in the same situation when a mum would just walk in when you're in the shower. And then she's like, I've seen it all before. Doesn't bother me. And yeah. Oh, forget mother. <laughs> Try grandmother. Not oh, a nice Yeah, well, I'm grandmother to the same. <laughs> well, you know, one thing that, you know, I've really took to what you just said is taking mannerisms, watching how people's mannerisms work. Would one example be as well, you know, if you're out on the street and you're watching a mother and, and, and their child, do you yeah. analyse that a lot? Because that could give you some ideas as well of, of, of what to do with Matthew and, and the mother skits. Definitely. And it's not, it's not, I don't just base it on my mum. And a lot of people think it, it is based on my mum. It isn't. It's just because I have a mum and it fits in that category. Yeah, yeah. It's the fact that I, it, it's not just your mum. It could, you could recognise an auntie in that you can recognise your nan, you can recognise a cousin that's like that, like, oh my God, that is my cousin. She is like that with her kids or something. And that's what I did. I didn't want to just make it so it's a, it is a mum character, but a lot of the stuff that she does do is some stuff that an older generation does or a younger generation does. And that's why I wanted to make it so relatable on so many different levels. So you are right. Yeah, I did. I do see people in the street and I watch them and I think oh, that'd be that'd be amazing but to be fair I've not left my house so I haven't been doing that yeah. like I've just been basing this on my ads like I've not even like looked did, and did stopped get, and watched anyone in the street you know before you released that very first uh skit of the of the, of the Matthew and the mother skits what was going through yeah. your head Luke what was your expectations of how you how did you did you have any idea or predicted how you expected the audience to react to the skits? No, never. And that's that's the power of like a video or something that like that can just take off. Like I I was getting to a point where I was just getting really sick of it, and I just just thinking, what more can I do? Like, like, and I just wanted to just to just to make people smile and laugh. And honestly, a hand like on my heart saying this. When I posted that mum skit, like I was ready to just say, right, I've had enough of TikTok now. It's it's blasted a year. It's done what I needed to, um, and that was it. And honestly, I I posted the first video, and then I went out for a walk with my partner, and I came back, and then suddenly, in the space of like about an hour, it was on like a hundred thousand views, and I went, what? Like, how was that even possible? And I didn't even pick up on the catch line like yeah. I don't care Matthew until like three videos in when someone was like I really like this I don't care Matthew and I don't care and I was just like oh my god I didn't even realize I was doing it <laughs> so with the character did you have an intended target audience that you wanted that character to appeal to or what was it happening to say right whoever saw it just enjoy and have a laugh with it I was I was I was open to anyone taking anything from it and just if they if it can make them happy in any sort of way anyone at all and make them laugh I'm more than I'm more than happy to be any sort of target audience there is a lot of older generation that obviously do warm to it because they recognize themselves or they recognize their mums 
Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of people in the younger generation that follow me as well. Like, um, when I went out the other week, like, someone stopped me and said, like, I watched your videos and I love it. And it was only quite young. It was, like, my age, like, in the mid-20s. And I just went, oh, my God, that's amazing. I didn't realise someone like yourself would watch anything like that. Um, And I just... the, The thing is with... With the with the mafia's mom, I just try to I just try to make it as funny as possible, um, so people just laugh, and that's all I wanted to do was just make people laugh. Enjoy on people's faces is the main thing. And yeah, and no expectations. Oh, yeah. Don't expect anything in life because no, nothing is ever yeah given it to you on a plate. And 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 for people that are like listening and wanting to do TikTok, like just. And if you're scared about taking a risk, just take the risk because you, it could pay off and just don't give up. That's the main thing I would Absolutely. say. I cannot agree with you more. And Luke, you got to tell me, what was your mum's reaction to the Matthew mum skits? You've got to tell me what her reaction is. <laughs> also, how supportive have your family been and your partner with your TikTok success? Um, so my mum, when I first, well... To be fair, like I, I started my few mum TikToks in February, so obviously we were in the second wave at that point, and everything was like short. I didn't see my family since Christmas, um, so I was doing these Matthew's mum TikToks, not knowing like how people would react to it, um, and then I started sharing them on social media platform of Facebook because that's where my mum and dad could see it because. Obviously, they're not really uh, TikTok friendly. Like, they don't really yeah. understand it. So I started sharing it on there. And then I said to my mum and dad, I was like, you need to start, like, going on TikTok. So then they've now downloaded TikTok and I've started on Facebook. But just because I only put it on for them to see it. But my mum's reaction when she first saw it was, um, oh, my God, that, that's something that I do. Like, that's quite similar to something that I do. And I was just like, yeah. And I was like, what do you think? Do you think they're funny? She goes, Yeah, they are funny. She goes, Is this character based on me? I was like, um, <laughs> I was like loosely based on you. I was like, it's other people as well, to be fair. But uh, she my whole family have been so supportive with every right. single thing that has happened with TikTok. And it's been such an underestimated platform that no one understands like how how big tiktok has been because of lockdown and people have gone to it to see videos to make them laugh yeah and i'm just even if it only lasts till like say this mum situation that i've got going on it only lasts till june i'm just happy for like a small period of time that i've made people laugh and that's fine for me like i'm more than happy for that to happen but the opportunities and stuff that have come from tiktok has been unreal and the messages which i can't (laughs) i can't wait to find out exactly what uh opportunities you've been given but um you know for for people who are anti-tiktok luke as a tiktoker what can we do to change people's perceptions of tiktok um, who just think it's a bad app and a bad influence on you know the younger generation who seem to be really hooked on it? Yeah, I don't. I I would say I wouldn't just listen to word of mouth. I wouldn't listen to reputation. I mean, if you were to tell someone about TikTok this time last year, you would say that it's just a lip syncing app where people would do dances. 
and that's basically that, that that's what I my interpretation was like my first ever lip sync it, sorry my first ever TikTok was a dancing one and then the more I watched it the more I got to grips with that the more I see it's, it's not just that it's other things as well and there is some real comedians there's some real videos on there that you that you just find so funny and I wouldn't have any preconcepted ideas of what the app is going to be because you can have the same ideas about like say Instagram when it first came out yeah, oh yeah. you're just showing you're just showing pictures on there like vain and it's 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 this it's that um like what what do you get out of it just posting selfies and it's it's so much more than that and that if if it was someone who hasn't got TikTok I would say I would encourage them to download it I mean it's not for everyone but I would encourage them to download it because there's always something there for someone and don't forget the for you page is for you so the videos that you like then then videos will will start appearing so yeah yeah it's great that the diversity of it as well is you know just reacting to what you just said which is brilliant the fact that there is something for everybody you know, yeah, definitely. That is one of the vital things for TikTok. But of course, you know, considering your county, North Staffordshire, you yeah. are a sensation in those areas. How have people reacted to you um, in your area and seeing your skits? I mean, I wouldn't say sensation. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you are a TikTok sensation, Luke. I mean, I, no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Um, the reaction's been great. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I and you do get trolls, but you can't really take something personal from someone that you're not personal with. Yeah. So try not to let it bother you. I mean, there is some idiots that you just think, "Oh my god, fucking get a life!" Like, what are you? Wipe them what under you the watch? carpet. Wipe them under the carpet. Yeah. What is that about? But I, yeah, the reaction's been real. Like, and I've to be honest, I haven't actually been home to Stoke that often. Um, but the people that I have seen, or the people that I've I've seen I didn't even expect any sort of people coming up to me on the street and speaking to me about it or even asking for a photo but when it happened I just went oh my god this is this is weird this is so strange but it's a very it's a it's, it's one of them um situations where the more you obsess over something like that the more you lose your passion and what you want to do and I, that stuff like that is is fantastic and it's great to connect with people but I would never focus what I'm doing is to be I want to I, I want to I want people to come up to me in the street and speak to me it's great that people speak to me but I wouldn't focus on the fame it's more of the fact that it's the comedy for me and making people yeah. laugh and then people come up to me and say you really made me laugh with that and I'm that is buzzing I'm not I don't wake up thinking I wonder who's going to stop me today it's not about that for me like I could take or leave that it does not bother me I'm more than happy for someone to send me a message and just say just to let you know like what's happened like with this, with this TikTok it's so much like my mom just want to say thank you like that means more to me than any of that um, but yeah it's 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 it is good it's a good reception and the thing is, it's just lighthearted humour, isn't it? it? There's nothing that's, like, cancelled culture. There's nothing like that. It's just lighthearted, lighthearted northern humour. That's it, really. I'll beat a bit of that. I, I, I mean, I'm based in Cumbria, and being from the south, I've had to completely get used to that northern sarcasm as well. And, and, it uh, is. It's comedy. a different it's layer of sarcasm, isn't so it? Different. So, Luke, hit me with the opportunities that you've been getting off um, TikTok. 
Oh, um, obviously, I got an agency, which was amazing. Uh, that was fantastic. Obviously, got an agency, getting represented by someone now, which is which is great. Um, I've had adverts with Amazon Prime, which was fantastic. The cameo and thrills opportunity to do happy birthday messages to fans and stuff. That's that's in, in, incredible. Um, and then... my, my birthday's coming up, so I'll make sure you have to send me a cameo message. Be <laughs> a boy, Calvin. um and then just having like other opportunities where you would you would just never expect it like um people that you would say for example like celebrities and stuff like reaching out that you wouldn't you wouldn't normally reach out and you just think oh my god like that's amazing like how that has even gone to that person and I think I really underestimated it to be fair of how big of a platform it actually is um, and I'm just I'm just really thankful for what, what's happening and I'm really thankful for the following, the really supportive and I love all of them and it's hard to, to try and message every single one and I try not to look at my messages because you're going to get some dickhead one time that just goes, oh, this was funny one day ago or something, do you know what I mean? And I try not to look Absolutely. at them. To be fair, my dad, <laughs> my dad makes me laugh. My dad sits through all the comments and looks at all of them and he's just like, look, all these comments are amazing. Like you haven't had any like negativity. And he's like, my bodyguard. He's like, I've looked at all these and that. That's all good. And I'm like, bang, dad. <laughs> I can imagine one bad comment. Right, I'm out of oh. here. I'm going to confront these guys. Oh, yeah. Don't mess with Dave Amnett because he'll, he will be after you. <laughs> I'm joking. Hashtag, hashtag, I got to throw a hashtag out here. Hashtag, don't mess with Dave. That is the hashtag. Don't mess with Dave. So, that is the hashtag. Um, and Luke, finally, what have you got coming up next? What is next for you, Luke? What next for me is that for the development of Matthew's mom is just to continue to not lose focus of sight of what I'm doing, which is, and just to keep grounded, I think, is by really not leading astray with the comedy, keeping it real, um, still putting a lot of effort into uh, the writing side of it as much as the development side, because that's important as well. And I know people do quite good of improvising and I think with a mum it's quite difficult for me to improvise as Matthew's mum because I play Matthew and his mum so I have to like pause to pretend to Matthew to react and then I have to record over it so it's hard for me to improvise it Um, and not lose sight and just keep grounded really and I think there's so much stuff that you can do with a mum so much stuff oh, and the ideas haven't gone yet um and it's ju- it's just to keep it's just to keep that really and keep that keep that as uh, my forefront is just to just keep making people laugh luke and just don't lose sight of what you're doing i love that and i hope you get all that support and i hope it keeps rising because you got mine you got my support for sure oh luke. thank you and you're so for- nice the viewers that want to uh, recap on this episode, all they have to do is go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can listen to this interview with Luke, as well as many other content creators coming up on the TikTok trek. And finally, Luke, for the people that um, are very interested to know more about you, where can they find your TikTok? So you can search me. It's Luke Hamnet to find me on TikTok. Or you can actually search Matthew's mum. I think you can find me on that as well. Brilliant. Well, it's a pleasure having you on the show. I've been, uh, I've really enjoyed talking to you, Luke. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I wish you all the best uh, with the success of Matthew's mum. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye, Luke. Bye. Bye bye.